what we believe what we've been able to do is make our industry more fun because there was a huge missing layer. A lot of, a lot of the industry uses LinkedIn, but LinkedIn doesn't allow you to share like all your videos, all your photos, like an Instagram type of deal by having all this data on user profiles and company profiles just cuts out like the first 10 conversations between any two parties, because most of the questions that they were going to ask are on their profile right now. And you have that level of specification that the industry really, really needs in order to create meaningful engagement. When Brandon Spotswood was recruiting advisors for an independent broker dealer, he realized that the process was both inefficient and difficult to scale. He saw the need for an online marketplace where advisors and recruiters could network without a lot of friction, but with full transparency. This was the idea behind his current company, AdvisorBid. I spoke to Brandon about the biggest challenges in launching an advisory marketplace, why his platform is better for advisors than LinkedIn, and a whole lot more on this episode of the Wealth Management Today podcast. It's another fantastic day in the wonderful world of wealth tech. Welcome to episode 68 of the Wealth Management Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Iskowitz, and I run a consulting firm called Ezra Group. We're experts in everything related to wealth tech. We deliver growth-oriented solutions to banks, broker-dealers, asset managers, RIA aggregators, as well as their wealth tech providers through our premium advice and targeted market research. On this podcast, I speak with some of the smartest people in the industry who are on the leading edge of technology and innovation. And please remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen, and leave us a five-star review and share on your social media networks. It will help us gain more listeners and get better guests for you to listen to in the future. Thanks a lot. And I'm happy to welcome to this episode, our guest is Brandon Spotswood, founder and CEO of AdvisorBid. Brandon, welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great for you to be here, man. I'm glad you can make it. Um, hope everything's doing well. Where are you calling in from? Uh, Miami Beach. Nice. Uh, well, fortunately, we have a nice weather today in New Jersey, but it's going to be getting crappy out and when you're still going to be having nice weather. so. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's, it's nice here, but uh, yeah, we've just been really, really dedicated. Um, we have advice, you know, basically team members throughout the whole country, but we're mm -hmm. just recently been uh, headquartered in Miami beach, but um, mm -hmm. I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia. So I love the weather, <laughs> you know, all throughout the whole East coast. It's beautiful. That's great. Have you, has your firm always been virtual or just since uh, the, the, uh, the crisis? Yeah, we've always been virtual. Um, so when the coronavirus hit, it was uh, an easy transition because we were just continuously doing what we were already doing, um, mm -hmm. but just doing it at like a faster pace and with more, more conviction because we re really saw the, the uh, the opportunity like many many on the on the digital front, and we've poured you know a good chunk of our. Uh, resources into like business development um, through like a you know nationwide scale um, through through um, like web development tech development 
know, some, some people like Silicon Valley, um, he, we have some developers in DC or have had um, developers contribute in DC. A lot of our developers here are, are in Miami Beach, but um, it's very much like a Silicon Valley level uh, technology. Um, right. Yeah. So before we go too far, can you give us a 30 second elevator pitch for AdvisorBit? Yeah, currently, to my knowledge, um, AdvisorBit is the world's leading digital solution for financial advisor recruiting, transitions, and investor advisor matching and mergers and acquisitions. So it's uh, essentially like a you know, 20,000 foot view. It's an entire ecosystem for um, the financial services industry. Yeah, I thought that was cool when, we, when, when you first showed it to me. I was really interested in the idea. It's kind of like, as you said, it's like the Facebook uh, for financial advisors, right? Like they're so um, kind of social media matching, more like the LinkedIn for financial advisors, isn't it? Yeah, like a LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all in mm -hmm. one, where um, all the users and companies can share an unlimited amount of uh, photos, videos, hundreds of pieces of uh, information that you can't share with any other social media. Um, users can upload like their technology vendors, um, their entire breakdown of their book of business, whether or not they have a written succession plan in place. They can upload their AUM, their AGR, um, all the products and services that they utilize, um, clients that they specialize with most, um, really like their entire personality, their, uh, you know, their whole book of business. I mean, someone at this point would have to tell us like what they would want to share that's not already available on the site. Exactly. So, so how did you get this idea to, to start this? I used to be, well, I had a lot of experience with developing websites, um, you know, many years mm -hmm. ago, like when Facebook and MySpace was around, um, I naturally got um, connected within the financial services industry right out of college. And then I had an opportunity to recruit financial advisors. And that really changed my whole perspective and outlook of there's like a whole opportunity out there, like a Zillow for wealth management or an Amazon of wealth management. There's a lot of different perspectives out there and how you can like label what it could be. But um, in our industry, there was never like a way to uh, monetize like the relationship between a financial advisor and their clients digitally, like a Zillow. Like Zillow has MLS exchange, whereas advisors have, you know, their CRD number and firms have their CRD number. So we've, we've kind of converted like actual users or companies to become like tradable or it could be tradable entities like a sports agent for, for financial advisors. It, you know, so like a lot of times advisors are looking out for their clients, but who's actually looking out for them and their interests. So we have over like 500 company profiles on the site now. That's, you know, one of the hardest things about starting a network like advisor, but I would imagine is getting the first people on the site because it's any, the power of any network is the network itself. If you don't have lots of people on it, no one wants to get to it, but no one wants to start on it if there isn't people there. So it's a catch-22. So how did you get the first advisors to sign up and the first or the first other companies to sign up? Yeah, it was um, admittedly really challenging to get the first couple hundred and then to get the first couple thousand users. But in, you know, started with one user, one company in one state and, you know, very limited. Like we, we've done all of our technology from complete blank documents. It's all custom. Um, it's It's really tailored it is coded based on what i interviewed hundreds of advisors and top companies mm -hmm. in the industry 
um, and found out like exactly what is it that they're looking for. If there was a marketplace, what would they want it to look like? How would they want it to operate? And we basically just built over a course of number of years what all the users told us that they wanted. And, you know, it took time. But the biggest thing that is, is crazy in our industry is that financial advisors, um, they're really, really knowledgeable on how to be a great advisor. Um, but they're not really knowledgeable on companies in our industry that could benefit them. Um, now, if we pulled up the 500 plus companies in our industry that have already created or claimed a profile and advisor bid, I bet you that most advisors only recognize like five or 10% of them. And that's a, that's a huge problem. It's like, oh my gosh, you didn't know about like top RAs or top broker dealers or top hybrid opportunities or pictures of office space near you or you know, opportunities to help further your career or a book of business for sale, or, you know, if there's a TAMP or um, a FinTech company or a resource company out there, that there's like a ton of advisors signed up to advise a bid right now, right near you. And you just send them a connection request or message. It's, uh, it just blows my mind how like much of the, of the, of a problem there was that we could provide a solution for. Well, before you started advisor bid, you were a biz dev recruiter for advisors, right? I mean, so that must have given you a lot of understanding of what advisors are looking for in these types of networks. Yeah, it could be like upfront money. It could be a discount on money management platforms. It could be uh, more representative, friendly compliance. It could be the opportunity to be truly independent. It could be an equity opportunity, a succession opportunity, an independent deal, an uh, employee deal. It could be like a plug-in you know, to a recent office space near you. Um, you know, it could be someone that wants to become a financial advisor, someone that wants to transition, someone that wants to exit or sell all or part of their business. You don't have to sell the whole thing. You can just sell part of it and get a liquidity preference, get a, you know, strap with cash, get connected to a lot of great people with like-minded, you know, thoughts and vision. And really be, what we believe what we've been able to do is make our industry more fun because there was a huge missing layer. A lot of, a lot of the industry uses LinkedIn, but LinkedIn doesn't allow you to share like all your videos, all your photos, like an Instagram type of deal, nor, I mean, they just started recently doing events, but there's a lot of different ways to do it. And then there's a whole like AUM and uh, custodians and clearing firms and, you know, an advisor's background and like different niches within the industry. And a lot of these things that LinkedIn doesn't have that level of specification that the industry really, really needs in order to create meaningful engagement. So, by having all this data on user profiles and company profiles just cuts out like the first 10 conversations between any two parties because most of the questions that they were going to ask are like on their profile right now. So, so let me back, back up a second. So you're talking okay, about sure. why LinkedIn isn't as good as advisor bid. So I already have, I can already look at profiles of people on LinkedIn, but the, what, what the advantage, what I understand on, on advisor bid is that it has, a little bit more of a of an investment financial services focus. It understands that you are an advisor and some of the, the companies you might be interested in, in and, and if you're a company recruiting what you're looking for. So is is that really where you see the value or is there something else along advisor bid that makes it so much better than LinkedIn? Well, there's hundreds of pieces of information. It's not just up to a hundred or hundreds, you know, hun well over a hundred pieces of proprietary information that we get from either user profiles or company profiles in order to create meaningful, more of a meaningful engagement. And a lot of times that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of noise on LinkedIn. Um, whereas AdvisorBit is pretty much all the top people that, that, that the people in our industry from a business development perspective would want to engage with. 
it's like an event that never ends. You can upload all your office space, all your, all your events, your recruiting brochure. Um, we have an entire leaderboard of all the top companies in our industry by category in each demographic area of which ones have the most AUM, which ones have the most annual gross revenue, which ones have the most producing advisors. And you can sort them from least to greatest or greatest to least so that you can actually see like within a entire region or nationwide, like it's a very competitive landscape. And if someone has already received an offer from one particular firm, you know, it's like, well, what other firms are like this firm? And LinkedIn's algorithms aren't nowhere near as advanced as advisor bids in the regards of what's important for the wealth management industry. Um, it can be anything from matching up a buyer to a seller, mergers and acquisitions. It could be transitions and maybe an advisor wants to look at a, a different broker dealer and or RIA or hybrid of both or the branches within. Maybe someone wants to join like a broker dealer like LPL, but they don't want to go corporate. Maybe they want to see all the super OSJs and OSJs affiliated with an LPL or an Ameriprise or a Cambridge or an advisor group, any, any broker dealer advisor group. So what AdvisorBid does is it creates all those affiliation interconnectivity and, you know, things like what's your tech stack at, at your firm or how do you engage with your clients or what's your strategic initiatives or um, the entire breakdown of your business all the way down to the product type, you know, and you know, do you have a written succession plan? So, you know, a lot of times in the industry, what's really, really hot right now is mergers and acquisitions. And there's a lot of books for sale that are actively for sale but there's a whole ocean of advisors that don't have a written succession plan in place. And especially with the reg BI thing, that's a big, that's a big deal um, that there's not a written succession plan in place for a huge chunk of the industry. Um, so what we're able to do is create those meaningful conversations and in, in, in relationships locally or nationally today that maybe an advisor isn't looking to sell their book of business right now, but they don't have a written succession plan in place. So it's a much more profitable scenario and not all books are actively posted for sale, kind of like a for sale by owner for real estate. You know, not everyone goes through like a Zillow, you know, or a realtor. Sometimes it's for sale by owner. And a lot of that happens through advisor bid, just through sending anyone a connection request or message. Also, also here, LinkedIn is really restrictive. Okay. So like a lot of times, you know, you can send out so many connection requests that if, you know, you get to a point to where maybe your profile, you have to start sending an email to a user in order to like connect with them in order to like send them a message. So it's like really, really restrictive. Whereas on advisor bid, you can send any user, even with a free profile, uh, a, a connection or a message request or, or message to any user, um, regardless of connectivity. So you don't need an email in order to like send a message to them or, or connect with them, which is like huge. Right for like saying that I want, I'm interested in buying a book of business or selling or, hey, Brandon, hey would you be open in like a merger? Let me, let me interrupt you a second. So you've got a lot of connections on this platform. How, how, did, you, how did you build that many connections and how does that provide value to the users on your platform? Yeah, so now that there, there is a uh, strong viralness to the advisory platform because now you can invite an unlimited amount of users. You can invite one user at a time or a thousand users at once through, we have an invitation panel once you're signed in. Mm -hmm. um, also um, we have a lot of data profiles so you can invite someone to advise a bit that may not yet be a live member of the platform. Um, so that has gotten a lot of users to sign up. Um, also, 
users are now able to share their user and or company profile, actually, and company profiles now um, by just clicking two buttons. You can share your profile with LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook, literally just by clicking two buttons. That's it. It's super fast, right from your user profile. So that's attractive a lot of other social medias to then drive traffic and have new users sign up to advisor bid. And then also like this new map functionality on the company pages that then show like all the LPL advisors signed up on the LPL page or all the Raymond James advisors signed up from Raymond James on the Raymond James page. And that goes for every single uh, company with any type of affiliations. You can see their whole nationwide footprint. Well, com you know, companies will go in and say, well, like, I'm missing an advisor here and here and here. I'm like, okay, we'll get them, sign get them to sign up. So it's second. like a whole phenomenon. So stop a second. So, I, so is this mainly you, so advisor bid is the, the goal is mainly for broker dealers or other firms that are looking to bring on advisors and recruit advisors and, has, and then it expanded into other types of matching? Yes. So what will happen is, is like a company will get their advisors to sign up or the advisors will sign up independently without a notification mm -hmm. from the company just because of word of mouth or they got a connection request or message from another user on the platform like yourself. And they, they're like, what's advisor bid? They sign up and they're like, oh, wow, I know this person and this person, but I don't know this person, this person, this person. They send them all connection requests. Now when they write a, a post or a news feed, um, all of their connections will now see it on their dashboard. So it's not just about today and what's active today. It's about building an enterprise value of hundreds or thousands of followers, uh, financial advisors on the platform to then always be top of mind to the industry and who they want to do business with most. So anyone in business development, I mean, right. we, we do everything from, you know, mergers and acquisitions for advisors to advisors, uh, transitions for advisors to companies and or product and services companies, securities attorneys, financing companies, TAMPs, tech company, fintech companies, resources, family offices, multifamily offices, you name it, they're probably on advisor bid. Right. So basically any, anyone who is involved with advisors, either hiring them, you're recruiting them, uh, buying them, providing services to them, can use advisor bid. All of the regular listeners of this podcast know that one of my favorite charities is the Invest in Others Charitable Foundation. The Invest in Others Charitable Foundation is a charity that amplifies the efforts of financial advisors who are giving back to their communities, uh, both local communities and communities around the globe. Invest in Others provides a platform for those advisors, employees, and their firms to increase awareness, visibility, and funding to their favorite nonprofits. Over the past 14 years, Invest in Others has given more than $3 million to 300-plus charities across a variety of causes, including health and wellness, education and youth programs, arts and culture, uh, hunger and poverty prevention, military, veterans, and more. For more information, please visit investinothers.org or follow Invest in Others on your favorite social media platforms, Twitter, LinkedIn, or Facebook. Yes, absolutely. So like there's a whole bunch of like, like resource companies such as uh, like a white glove or a reminder media that have thousands of advisors as clients that they then went into their invitation panel and started inviting many advisors at, you know, hundreds of different affiliations per invitation. So what's happening is like a viral network effect. Uh, we have thousands and thousands mm -hmm. of users 
We have, you know, 500 plus company profiles that are created and we keep adding new fields for them to then go in and fill out and then get matched up with the opposite side. So now it's, we, we even have some companies with 20, 30 different admins uh, for, each, for one company that are all working the company profile together. We even have some users that sign in for days at a time, weeks at a time. Um, some people stay in logged in all day long, you know, depends on the user and the company, but it's a, uh, it's a very, very long <laughs> engagement because now there's like photos, videos, yeah. you can pretty much find out almost anything. So, okay. so it's also a, a bit of a social media network as well. So they could do things that similar to how they do it on LinkedIn where they're posting news stories or articles or other information. They can do the same thing on advisor bit. Yeah, absolutely. They can post all their links to the podcast on, on the newsfeed. You can post interactive content. You can post videos, YouTube videos, white papers, brochures, news and other publications. We have a whole news aggregation. Uh, you can pretty soon you'll be able to benchmark your book of business, uh, you know, locally and then also nationwide and then see where you stand. What does, what does it mean benchmark your book of business locally? Well, because we have so much data now on advisors, you know, like maybe an advisor is looking to buy a book of business. Well, going through that process, they give us like their whole breakdown of the business, their AUM, annual gross revenue, you know, what they specialize in, all the good stuff of like, what, what's the biggest reason that a seller, if they were ever looking to sell all or part of their business, what's the reason that they should even have a conversation with you? Well, mm -hmm that could be done by the incentivization behind an actual user profile. You know, it's like the smiling faces of the photos, it's the education content and you know what you're delivering through the videos on a profile. So it's like, it's real personal now. It's like not just the data behind, you know, somebody it's the personality. Do they vibe? Well, do they, could they see themselves, you know, having a merger or having a conversation for any purpose? A lot of that can be done through advisor bit. Awesome. I know you, you have uh, 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 some new features coming out so, uh, and you just refreshed your UI. Can you talk a little bit about that and what, what kind of new features that people can be expecting on AdvisorBit? Well, recently we just completely updated our new user and company profiles to be a collection of all the best features from Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, mm -hmm. you know, all in one and YouTube just based and then all the information from like the SEC, FINRA, hundreds of pieces of information, you know, and, and, and aggregated all into advisory profiles. So from there, um, the next big thing that we're going to do is like, we're going to update our splash page, like a great cover on a book. Every book needs a you know, great cover. Um, and that will get, you know, more users engaged and signed up for the very first time. But once someone's signed in, it's a real beautiful experience. Moving forward, we're going to be focusing on a lot of big data, um, big um, business intelligence type of software, and start to benchmark advisors' data. We can start to predict deals with reasonable accuracy before they ever occur uh, with all the assets in the country. So predicting deals. So yep. how would that's, that, that's not available yet, but that's on your roadmap. How will that work? Well, other social platforms do this, but they don't do it with people's money. Um, you know, mm -hmm. like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, there's always sponsored content or what they believe that the user would like to then get the user to stay on the site for a longer period of time. So based on what users upload, we now have this ocean of all the best opportunities in the whole industry or it just keeps growing. Um, from every category. So like, let's say, for example, someone said they want to buy a book of business. 
Well, now we have a reason to populate like top financing companies or valuation companies or uh, lawyers that can then help facilitate a, a merger and acquisition or support that, those objectives. Mm -hmm. um, maybe someone says that they are a money manager, but they're more of an asset gatherer rather than a, a, a market master. So they need like a TAMP or a third party money management service. Well, now we can populate those live profiles to those users' dashboards because, because of that thing. And we've thought of literally uh, many, 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 many handfuls of amazing algorithms where we can then start to tell people about opportunities that we believe they may have not have realized, but based on the user profile that they, information that they've uploaded that we can then say, hey, have you heard about this company? And they can just click on the profile and check out everything about them. Sure, and you'll do that by, you know, you're building out some AI and machine learning type of capabilities to parse through all the data flowing through your system? Yeah, it's just algorithms and algorithms and algorithms. And then basically, you know, when this gets released, um, it'll just be the ability to then help predict deals before they ever occur just through algorithms, just saying, you know, hey, simply, did, have you heard about these five or 10 companies? You know, and then maybe one, maybe all of them, they can opt out if they don't like receiving those notifications. But a lot of the times, they're going to be very, very helpful, very meaningful, you know, things that would actually make sense, you know, based on the compatibility or what we believe would be most compatible uh, uh -huh. opportunities with that advisor. Right. Yeah. So how do you define what a compatible opportunity is? Yeah, so it can be the breakdown of a book of business. It can be... Um, now, like, for example, there's a broker dealer out there that specializes in uh, working with advisors that do alternative investments. So if an advisor says they do an alternative investment to say, hey, you may be more restricted at your current affiliation, but if that's important to you and your clients, well, have you heard about this company? And we can then project that to, to an advisor. Um, now, let's say, I mean, it could be for anything. I mean, it's not just for recruiting and mergers and acquisitions. It's for all products and services. Um, you know, does someone need help and, you know, how do they get clients, you know, seminars, you know, what companies do they help advisors get more seats and seminars and webinars, you know, well, there's companies out there that specialize in that. And well, have you heard about this company? And a lot of the times they haven't, that's what's so crazy. So there's a lot of products and services companies we've helped a lot too recently. And even financing companies get more business just because of having direct access to their target audience based on what users and companies have uploaded. So how do you charge for the platform? I know, is it free to start up a, as a, a user, then you're going to charge a monthly fee? Or, or how, do you, how do you work that? Yeah, it, it's um, for companies, it's $499 a month or $4,999 a year. And for users, it's $99 a month or $999 a year. And that's for the elite uh, pro user or company profile. And we have, everyone can have a free profile. So like every advisor, every company um, out there can start with a free profile and upload their entire profile in order to like see who's viewed your profile in order to get picked up in certain proprietary elite algorithms uh, to then get you more deal flow um, in order to have like white glove service with our internal team uh, to help you know, white glove experiences, uh, the, the advisor experience through the site and then lead them to like a particular opportunity at a company, you know, a company would have an elite subscription for that. Um, they get um, elite subscribers also get access to their opportunities dashboard. So every 
So if, 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 if a user goes on a company profile, there's a button that says express interest. If they click it, all the admins of that company will get a notification in real time that this user with their, this profile is interested in your company. So it could be a recruiter can respond, an executive can respond, um, someone in business development, they can, they can immediately reply in real time through in seconds through the site. A lot of the times it's already signed in. Sure. So go, let me go back to another piece. I really liked you have a, that you have a mobile app. What's the, do you have any information on the breakdown of users? How many are using the mobile app versus using the desktop? Okay, so we haven't yet released the mobile app, but we have a lot of mobile responsiveness through the site. Um, we're very much working on a mobile mm -hmm. app. Um, it's, uh, it's in the works, but it's a huge, huge in, uh, undertaking. And uh, we've... Oh, so this is just like an HTML5 version that, showed that, that works on the phone. It's just a responsive web version that you can use the browser of your phone to Yeah, access. that's correct. So a lot of the site you can um, access through the phone and within the next 30 to 60 days, pretty much the whole site you'll be able to access through right. the phone, uh, you know, just through mobile responsiveness. And it's like pretty much mm -hmm. the whole industry on the go. I mean, all the top RAs, RA aggregators, all the top broker dealers, all the top fintech companies, resource companies, fintech companies, like Azure Group, you know, so you don't take any any transaction fees. So if firms are buying, if this if M and A activity occurs, or if a vendor sells product to an advisor through your site, you don't you don't take any percentage of those fees. Um, some companies we have negotiated agreements with um, because we do a lot of volume and they're cool with it, and it just supports our growth and initiatives to then develop tech mm -hmm. more. Um, <laughs> but for the for anyone that's not a recruiting company, it's just pretty much like four hundred ninety nine dollars a month or $4,999 a year to get like all the bells and whistles with advisor bid. And we do a lot of campaigns to then get a lot of deal flow. And a lot of companies see the value in, in you know, the whole ecosystem. Now, if a company is looking to recruit, um, a lot of the times when a lot, of, a lot of deals right now that are mergers and acquisitions are not complete book sales. Sometimes they are, but a lot of times they're just an advisor looking to sell five, 10, you know, 20, 30, 40% of their book of business and maintain control, but just get kind of look, make their bank account look like it's retired, but not actually be retired and still have all the control. So like advisors really love that feeling and <laughs> situation and get paid to do it. So with advisor, it's almost like blank check because most third party recruiting firms only work with maybe like 10 to 40 different firms. We work with over 300. So let's do the math. I mean, if you had the ability to get offers from up to or over 300 different firms, that makes sense based on what you're looking for. You think you're going to get a higher offer in the end and like get access to more companies and, and offers? Or I mean, a lot of times advisors flip out. Okay. They're like, oh my God, I didn't even know about any of these companies. I'm like, I'm see, that's why we built this. Mm. I love it. What are some of the companies that are on here that wouldn't, that they wouldn't normally see? Um, like a lot of, of different top um, hybrid companies or RAs with uh, succession opportunities. Some of them are backed by like family offices with 40, $50 million. Um, it's like almost, it's almost like blank check because it, it's, it's every great opportunity I've ever heard of in the industry, like over 300 different ones all on one site. And we can get an advisor to help. Right. I'm sorry, go ahead. So it's all tech enabled. So this is really self-directed mergers and acquisitions and buying books of business. So you really created a, almost, a, you know, it's, it, it is a marketplace for every aspect of an advisory business. 
Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Everything from cradle to the grave and everything in between and all the resources. And, and here's the crazy thing. All of these profiles, these user profiles that are fully built out and beautiful of advisor profiles and company profiles, they're perfect to attract the end user client, whether it be a high net worth investor, ultra high net worth, institutional, retail, you know, someone that like, needs a you know, college savings plan. Well, I can show you all the top advisors in the country that do college savings plans for families or someone that works with financial executives, dentists, doctors, medical, uh, entrepreneurs, any company category, I can now then show on a big nationwide map and list view, every specialist advisor in every single category with all their affiliations and all their clickable profiles on their profile. And it's perfect to attract advisors or investors. So, so how many investors do you have? Uh, a couple. Um, that's not something that we haven't yet pushed a lot in, in marketing and like Google ads and mm -hmm. so forth. We've been just collecting a huge treasure trove of information of all, what all the top advisors specialize in. That's something we plan to further our business development efforts in very soon mm -hmm. uh, through technology. That could be a whole new trove of, of, uh, of networks and, uh, and, you know, transactions where you're now matching advisors with investors. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's every, it's the whole ecosystem, advisor to advisor, advisor to company and advisor to investor. So. Well, they're going to have a big, uh, it's, it's going to be tough. I think to, it's different when, you, when you're recruiting advisors because it's an advisor. There's a lot of value I see on the advisor side, but do you think you're going to have a, a trouble bringing in investors into this tool since they're already overwhelmed with all types of other retail oriented websites? Yeah, I've had, I've had a retent. We just released our new user and company profiles less than a week ago. And within that time frame, I've had over 10 different conversations with top people in our industry. And they all said the same thing in their own way that our new user and company profiles are better for the wealth management industry than LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or YouTube combined, all on one site. And it's like so relevant to what everyone wants with no, like limited noise, which is, it's huge. I mean, we even have advisors signed up, they found us through Google or something. We have advisors signed up uh, internationally, even in Canada, South America, Europe, and Southeast Asia. And we even have some companies or family offices that have, you know, they're trying to get into the North American market, but they're headquartered in like Europe or something. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's very much of an international situation. Go ahead. So talk about um, going in, in the future. Where will um, AdvisorBid be in, in three or five years? So you've grown pretty regularly up until now. What's, your, what's in your roadmap and what are your future aspirations? Our ambition is to be the first company on earth to hit over a trillion AUM signed up. And then as that scales up would be the first company on earth to have a trillion of AUM in motion at any one given moment. And if we're able to do that, then our projected annual revenues, just getting hundreds of thousands of advisor profiles filled out and beefed out with all the photos, videos, personality, and connected in every way to all the top companies in our industry, you know, even further like attracting investors and so forth. And, you know, as we start getting into the other verticals and horizontals, um, it's a never ending octopus of connectivity of everyone's money and wealth management. It's, it's a phenomenal thing. And we'd have the ability to make, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in annual revenues if, if everything goes right. Uh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Well, good luck. I'm hoping uh, everything works out for you. It seems like a great idea and there's a lot of benefit for all parties involved for the advisory business and wealth management in general. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, our goal is to basically create the most meaningful relationships 
that could ever be created in wealth management because whether it's an investor that has any question that ever comes to mind and they want to find the specialist anywhere nationwide, not just locally, or maybe they're in the middle of nowhere and they're like, well, what advisors are signed up near me that can help me locally? You know, sometimes that's important to a client. Depends on who the client is. Um, and then to like have the ability to then search for all this information through transparency or even like a company to then say, show me all the advisors with over 100 million of assets within a 25 mile radius. Well, we can do that just in a couple clicks on a button, nanoseconds, boom, I'll show you a whole map on this view of all the advisors that fit that criteria. Or maybe it's like I clear through Pershing or TD or Ameri you know, or Charles Schwab. And, you know, I want to see all the advisors that also clear, have the same clearing relationship near me or nationwide. Well, I can do that on a nationwide map on this view too. Um, it even goes so it even goes so deep that I can then tell you all the advisors that use any tech vendor or any advisors that um, have a series licensure or they're a CFP or um, any combination of any of those filters thereof, you know, and a whole lot more, even like a full tech search or like, you know, let's say an advisor does. Sounds like a lot of great data that I think is really going to provide some value down the road for advisor bid. And unfortunately, we're out of time. But I wanted to thank you, Brandon, for being on the program and sharing, uh, give me a little peek into what AdvisorBit is and, and where you're going with the product. No, thank you so much for um, the interview. This is awesome. Um, I look forward to like, you know, if anyone does need help with uh, their user profile or company profile. Where can, they, where can they find you? They can just uh, contact us at contact at advisorbid.com or they can call us at 877-MKT-PLCE, which stands for Marketplace. <laughs> we got that early on. Or they can just go to advisorbid.com. Yeah, advisorbid.com right? is the fastest way. And they can even sign in with their LinkedIn profile. And once you sign up, we know about it in real time. We'll, we'll reach out to you and help you fill out your profile. It's a real white glove service. So, um, yeah, we'd love to help. That's great. Hey, it's Craig again. Uh, my top takeaways from this episode. Well, I really like Advisorbid. I love the idea. Uh, I love startups that are trying to do different stuff and, and trying to think outside the box. It's a great idea. I love uh, Brandon's goal of meaningful engagement across the industry, the matching of uh, RIA buyers and sellers, the ability to recruit through this online platform, really self-directed, uh, you know, a matching network. Uh, I thought this idea of benchmarking advisors' books of business versus other local advisors, any, any kind of peer review is helpful for getting a sense of where you are and your, your valuation. I like that you can search across the platform, across the network, uh, by a, a wide range of parameters. And I really, I'm really looking forward to the predictive deal flow function. That could be a game changer. And if they can get uh, some end investors on the platform, that could also really shake things up. Uh, so that's all I got for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to give us a five-star review on iTunes and share this episode across your social media networks. And I'll see you all again next time.